Falls to LA. And a gridlock, Botox. Oh. I do like the yoga pants, though. <laughs> when was the last time we were in LA? Man, that seems like forever ago, doesn't it? Hey. I'm trying to talk to you here. What? You, what are you listening to? Uh, podcast. Why? All right, well, I need something to keep me awake, so crank it up. I mean, it's a history podcast. <clears throat> well, I like history, you know. Yeah, we're driving a piece of history right here. Not that kind of history. This is a, uh, <clears throat> it's a podcast on the history of the Protestant Reformation. Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Sandra. Oh, Sam. Oh, wow. Um, Don't judge a book by its cover. You know what? Some of our I'm done apologizing. Listening to it is research. Show. No, no. As a matter of fact, episode, we thought Turn we'd uh, have a chat about the themes of family that run through Supernatural. So the family you come from versus the family you make for yourself. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Sandra. Charlie. And today we are bringing you the last in the trilogy. It's the top of bottoms of the seasons 11 to 15. So I know you've all been waiting for this one. Haha. <laughs> so we, it's been on the planning meeting list for like more than a minute. Mm-hmm. Less than a year, but more than a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, disclaimer before we begin the episode that shall not be named, 1520 Carry On, is not included in our lists. We're going to do a separate, I was going to say video then, we're going to do a separate <laughs> episode on that um, because if we start talking about that, we'll be here all day. Mm-hmm. And like, we're busy, you're busy, we got shit to do, people. So, <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that in a whole other episode where we can really just fucking haul off but so it's <laughs> the tops the top 10 and the bottom 10 episodes of seasons 11 to 15 minus the finale so i will go first we're pretty sure i've gone first on the last two times we did this we're so organized people we're so professional <laughs> it's so good it's so good so look i'm prepared like i have a list she has a table she yes. showed me <laughs> the table is got borders and everything I have a list on Google Docs with some comments on it. So, I was very impressed. Get... You did your homework. So thank you. I'm glad. I, I, I heard about this a couple yeah. days in advance. Lots of homework <laughs> was being done. So I know you've got notes. So this is good. I do. I do have notes. So I will I will start. So number 10, the best of the worst, if you will. So my number 10 bottom episode is the ninth episode of season 13, The Bad Place. And I suppose before I start, I don't think there's many bad episodes in the last four or five seasons as much as bad storylines. So a lot of mine, there's a couple on here that are just like, I think they're bad episodes, Mm -hmm. but mostly they're just bad storylines. So for this one, while I like the Kaya storyline, I like the introduction of the alternate universes and everything like that. The whole Peyton thing was very coming back and it just felt really shoehorned in 
for no reason. I was like, you could have done the thing with Kaya without any of that. You know, it just, it felt a bit pointless to me. So, so remind was just... me, was the bad place one where Jack was trying to locate where Mary was in one of the different, what was uh, that one? The bad place, it's the one where um, Missouri, Patience starts, it's, it's her granddaughter, isn't it? And she starts having visions and she goes to her son and she's like, you gotta, you know, blah, 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 blah you gotta, she's, she's in danger. And he's like, I already cut you off. Fuck off. Get out of our lives. Um, it, I think it is the start of Jack trying to find Mary, though. I think okay. that's kind of where it's going. And like I said, that whole storyline of the alternate universes, and especially Kaya's storyline with the bad place, mm-hmm. was good. That it's just the patience Missouri thing that I didn't like because I'm like, if you're gonna bring Missouri back, she's badass. Bring her back. Don't just drop her in and then be like, well, well we're done with that now. You know, Carly, kind of is that is that the is that the same episode? Because now I'm confused because I wrote down and I'm gonna I'm gonna I, out I myself. <laughs> I I wicked. Let me let me wiki because I wiki. Because um, now I'm oh my I'm I might have I might have messed up. Hey, don't worry about it. In making <laughs> these lists, I accidentally put the same episode on the top and the bottom list <laughs> for different reasons. Because I think it was what was it season season thirteen. 14- Thirteen. No, okay. thirteen. Okay. Thirteen. Let me let me just we're so professional here. <laughs> this is what happens when you do this shit blind, people. We're like, <laughs> we don't know. Okay, so yeah, no, it's the one um Jack's going around the Dreamwalkers mm-hmm. trying to find a way. Okay. He finds Kaya. Okay. Um, yeah. Because Kaya's in like that home or like yeah, rehab. Okay. Yeah. Because this that thing with the uh, the the Winchesters and Jack rescue her from the angels and stuff, but also the patience thing comes into it. Okay, in but that that, that patience part is almost like a um, a continuation of I think like the original I think introduction of her because I think that was yeah, in another probably, episode. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was like, oh boy. All right. No, I got you now. I got you. I'm on track. I'm on track with you. Yeah. We're all on the same page. I. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So moving swiftly on from that one. Number nine is um twelve thirteen, the foundry, which is um mm. this is this is in for a specific moment in the episode, but it's basically um one of two that is just all of Mary Winchester. Mm. All of it. Just all of it. Just the whole dumbass fucking plot line it's dumb i hate it stupid pointless i hate it have i mentioned to you that i fucking hate it i hate all of it but this so this is in here for that for the whole fucking mary mm-hmm. and my feelings but this is that is the episode where after coming back she abandons the boys mm-hmm. and he's like oh i gotta go find myself i missed out i'm so amazing. fuck off woman <laughs> so that's in here for that i don't like I don't like the Mary Winchester resurrection storyline like at all. Mm. So that's that's number nine. Number eight for me is uh, twelve seventeen, the British invasion. Again, it's not a bad episode. It's just a place marker for a bad plotline, which was all of the British men of letters, all of it. Didn't like it. Thought it was dumb. I 
I'm anti anything that makes the boys lie to each other more than they already do. Mm-hmm. And Sam kind of siding with Mary and teaming up with them and then like lying to Dean and being like, oh no, I found another case. I found another case. I found another case. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not here for it. There's some, like, there's some good characters, like Hex was good, uh, Mick was good. But like overall, I didn't like it. And like, you'd think, I should be a patriot and support this. But actually, they made my countrymen look like assholes. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. We're, we're, not, we're not like that. We're not. I guarantee you, if there was a British guild of hunters hunting supernatural creatures, we would not be that fucking organised. All right? We hunted a lot of animals for extinction in this country, but we wouldn't be that organised. We wouldn't be like, oh, we killed every vampire in Britain. No, we didn't. No, and they didn't seem as congenial government. as like I would expect a you know a Brit to be. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's just exactly. like it... <laughs> we were we were painted as the bad guys. Yeah. And I'm tired of us being used as the bad guys because of our accent. <laughs> you stop that right now, America. You stop it. So all of that dumb plotline did not enjoy. Did not enjoy. Number seven is uh, 11.23 Alpha and Omega, the finale of season 11. Again, this is the placeholder because this is when Mary comes back and I'm like, oh, no, no, you stop that right now. I had very similar thoughts when Dean did the the Pearl in season, I think it was season 15, um, and it brought John back and he was like, oh, I've been wishing for this my whole life. Like, fucking get over it. You're like, you're like, in your 40s nearly in in season 12 he's like late 30s like grow up get over it all right fucking stop if someone gave me that pearl and was like you can have your mum back for like okay you can have your mum back but we've all seen terminator we know how time travel movies work mm. or you could have like a billion pounds I wasn't wishing for the billion i love her <laughs> but i'd only have to lose her again she's not gonna mm. live forever you know mm. i'm probably gonna have to say bye well again and Hard enough the first time. Give me that money. Give me that money. <laughs> so, you know, just know with the Mary thing. Know with the Mary thing. And also, There's a theme. <laughs> know with the theme. Mary thing. There's a theme. Do I have mummy issues? <laughs> Maybe. That's for the therapist that I don't have. Um, but also, I didn't I didn't like the whole Dean is a bomb thing. And like, like I didn't mind the Amara storyline. I didn't like that ending of it. I I was not a fan. I was mm. not a fan. So mm. no. No to that one. Number six, eleven twenty. Season eleven got on this list quite a lot. Mm. Season fourteen didn't get any on the list. Hmm. It it was so it was so weird. I went back and was like, Did I just forget to check out season fourteen <laughs> when I was making this list? What the fuck? Season fourteen? Alright. But um number six is eleven twenty. Don't call me Shirley. Oh fuck fucking episode so just quick refresher that's the one with metatron and god uh rob benedict in the bar mm-hmm. and he's like oh surprise it was me all alone yeah i'm so fucking marvelous and he's writing a story and it's just bar gross nasty just awful it like kind of made me hate rob benedict mm-hmm. and i know he's a nice guy mm-hmm. and like he's Guy, everyone says he's a sweetheart, but every time I see his face, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, just for a second, like, it's like a default response. I'm like, ooh. And then I remember, like, no, this is this is not, this is not God. This is Rob, and he's nice. Mm-hmm. And he sings and he plays guitar, and he's just a nice guy, but I'm, ooh. So, <laughs> don't like all that. Don't like all that. Number five, 
we come to the first episode that is on this list because of the episode, not because of any overarching plot line or anything like that. And it's eleven nineteen, the chitters. And the only reason it's on here is because of that fucking noise. Oh, I oh, really, okay. really. There isn't. There's not much body horror stuff that like freaks me out. But anything to do with teeth and that noise, hmm. no. No, 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 no. I don't know, Sandra, if you've seen, like, the original um, Hellraiser movies. No. No. Okay, well, there's a It's character. got the pinhead guy, right? Yeah. That and that, and, that immediately, st- I don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, they're not, they're, babe, they're not scary. They were made in, like, the 80s, like, you black them. Quick aside, me and my hubs recently rewatched um the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Not particularly by choice he was like i'm watching this and i was like all right crack on but then i was kind of, kind of like peeking over and at one point you genuinely see the mattress that robert england falls onto like it's not hidden mm-hmm. plainly in view of the camera mm-hmm. it's not even disguised a little bit like it's right there like <laughs> i promise you you could watch hellraiser and be fine because they're just silly but one of the one of the Cenobet characters in hellraiser does a very similar like cherry teeth okay no i hate it it gives me the ick so there we go we got all the way to the middle of the list but we finally got to a bad episode not just a shit plotline so mm, i've scraped myself out i remember and that's no i hate it so do you not like cicadas the sound is that is that okay Mm, no so you must not like this month at all because that's like pretty we don't have we don't have cicadas don't (gasps) Awesome. You're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had them last we year. We had like it. the I... huge one, like the huge uh whatever cycle. They were like it was like really loud and just really now it's just like every no. every so often. Okay. No. Okay. No. Good. No. Well, I'm glad okay. that's a plus living living mm. there. Yeah. It's you know, there's not many, but that's one of them. We don't we don't really have like bug. Like you guys have like Vomits and stuff. We don't, in much the same way, we don't have wildlife, which is good for me because I can't trust it. We don't really have bugs. Like, we have like wasps and shit, but nothing, nothing strenuous. So, yeah, no cicadas. Otherwise, I'd. No skunks. That's a good thing, also. (laughs) Yeah, we don't don't have skunks. Sandra is having a very intimate experience with skunks at the moment. Apparently, they think her house is just the bee's fucking knees. Um, they're all going to move in and it's becoming a problem and check in with her and find out how that's going so number four is 12 11 regarding dean he forgets everyone and there's that scene where he's looking in the mirror and he's like my name is dean winchester sam winchester is my brother cassiel is my best friend and he's going through it and forgetting he can't get as far each time he says it and it breaks my fucking Part. Mm. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the episode. It makes me so sad. I'm sure I've had one of these episodes on every one of these lists. Where I'm like, there's nothing wrong with the episode. It's really sad. I don't mm-hmm. like it. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this is the first one that I think might be a little controversial. And I'm interested to see if me and Sandra make it a hat trick. Okay. Here. I'm going to mute it just so you don't get any reaction from <laughs> So, it's um number three is 13 16 scooby natural fuck that dumb ass episode what the fuck i don't know if it's because i'm just a tiny bit too young to be 
into Scooby-Doo. Like, it was on when I was a kid, but I mm-hmm. was, just didn't get it, you mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah. of, of all the cartoons that were available, it was never one I would choose to watch. It was just, if it was on, it was on. So I already wasn't massively in for it. Right. At, like, at the beginning. And then I had an issue with how they animated the boys as well. I had I had an issue with that. Like, Sam what? does not have permanent permanent bitch face. <laughs> that a lot, but not all the time. I had I had issues with it, and I know I know they had a lot of fun recording it. Uh-huh. But that scene at the end, where Jensen's wearing the ascot and he does the fucking sound, and I've heard him talk about how genuinely humiliated he was because people were watching them film it, uh-huh. like just in the street in Vancouver, and he was like, it was horrendous. So I'm like, on the basis of embarrassing an actor who, let's be fair, has done some fucking shit on that show that you know he's fine with on the basis of embarrassing and the the main actor i don't like it but also i didn't like the premise like there are so many bad things you could have crossed it over with and it was dumb it didn't fit it anywhere i don't like scooby-doo no so here we go the penultimate one number two is 15-3 the rupture dead Mm. arena guys sam and he kills her, and he's sad, she's sad, and I kind of shift them a little, not even a little bit, like a lot. Mm-hmm. I definitely, definitely think there was some behind-the-scenes boning going on. Not because, <laughs> God, not between Jared and Ruth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Some between Sam and Rowena, not between Jared and Ruth. Maybe, but not between, she's small enough. He is big for the little women. Um, But no, between Sam and Rowena, I definitely think there was, you know, it kind of falls in line with Sam and his sort of like love hate thing with with certain I can see that I mean I I totally ship that idea I think that was like a great thing that they kind of left by the wayside Mm. that they could have you know they should have delved into that something with it and I mean don't get me wrong Rowena being the queen of hell and she's all fancy with her hair and her gowns in a couple of later episodes fucking great but that bit where she's like you've got to take this thing out of um, you who want to stab me and i have to die to do this. Uh, awful. awful yeah do not enjoy so again if this is the worst of the worst if we're not counting 15 20 we're not so number one da, 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 it's thirteen twenty one. beat the devil and i wonder if sandra knows why it's thirteen twenty one. beat the devil it's probably the same reason that I don't like it, but I would just, do you want, do I, do I need to take a stab at it? Yeah, take a guess. Because Sam dies in Apocalypse World and Dean just leaves him? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly it. I remember watching it. I was watching, well, at the time I would have been watching season 13, I think, I don't know if my husband had caught me up then. I don't even know if he was watching it. I can't remember. Um, but I, I definitely remember watching that episode and being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Pausing it and being like, look at this shit. There is no universe anywhere. This thing would leave Sam. And he was like, will he die too? And I'm like, then he fucking die. Mm-hmm. Dean would throw himself into the pit to die with Sam rather than let himself be dragged out of the cave. I don't know how it got past Jared and Jensen. And I think it's like it's a weak plot line to oh look Lucifer's reformed he he revives Sam look how far we've come I remember mm. one of my bottom episodes 
um like in one of the early seasons being like oh somebody died and then they came right right back and it like it just took all the threat of death away and like sam died for a plot line and it wasn't even that big of a plot line they were just like well it's fine fine whatever um but no it it wouldn't it would never have happened i was angry about it at the time i'm angry now there is no way on this earth or any other earth dean would have left sam in those tunnels dead off presumed dead it just wouldn't have happened now here's where i will say that i i saw something recently that made me question my my reasoning that dean would have so there's that one um it's in season 11 it's red meat it's the one where they're saving the couple from the werewolves and sam dies in that um cabin and you know, Dean leaves him, but Dean does say, I'll come back for you. Like he's, he's, in, he's, he's already, I think, working out a plan in his head about what he's going to do to get him back. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing that I saw was like, eh, he's done it before, but not at the scale of like, it's, a, it's apocalypse world. Like, what are the chances he's going to get to come back, you know, and actually like save Sam? Like there's all these other parts and things that it was it was just way too easy it was just way too easy of him to just like yeah okay he's gone like there was no there was no major argument there was no fighting like he didn't really push against uh Cass all that much when Cass said you know Deanie's gone and no I um I totally get that I totally get that about that my my argument to red meat is he tried to save it Sam yeah. didn't just die and he left. Right. Like Sam mm-hmm. was injured and he was like, no, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. And he's trying to do first aid and stuff. And then he's like, okay, well, I can't carry three people out of here. Mm-hmm. Not when one of them is literally a fucking Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go and do some shit and then I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't just go, well, that's that then. And yeah. Leave. You know, yeah. like attempts were made. He didn't even like, as you say, there was no fight. There was no argument. Yeah. There was no like, nothing plus I think there was also I think with that episode there was the well I've got to save these people element to it you know where I I mean I know they I don't know if that was the original like going back was to get was to get married but it wasn't everybody else at the time you know what I mean like that wasn't a part Mm -hmm. of the the program like that wasn't what they were working on doing at least I don't think so at at that point my my plot lines might be getting muddled but yeah 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 so again, that kind of throws yeah. Mary into all of these different that, yeah, it's just a weird, it's just a weird thing. No, I didn't, I didn't like that episode either for that, for that main reason in, 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 in particular. Yeah. So yeah, agreement on that. Yeah. No. So that's my, that's my bottom 10. Um, and of course, if we'd have been including 1520, it would have been 10 reasons why I hate 1520. <laughs> it would have been real fucking easy. I would have been like, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. But no, that, that is my bottom 10. So um, maybe one day we'll do a um, top and bottom all time episodes. Maybe we we'll uh, include be, because I wonder if then we should, you know, like use all of like what we what we pulled together from all these other episodes. Like these are the ones you can choose from. You know what I mean? Like you can't deviate from your original bottom tops from the past yeah. like group. You know, like that kind of thing. Um, yeah, we'll have, no, the- have a, we'll have a chat. We'll have a think about it. Yeah. No, I, I, so some, some in agreement with, um, 
some not we'll 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 talk we'll talk later yeah um so yeah so my uh least favorites so starting with number 10 and i guess i am following a similar vein from previous episodes where i do have i don't have a lot but what i did was i'm usually not very big on monster of the weeks so i kind of like made a point of putting the monster of the weeks towards like the the uh the top like not not like number one as my hated but kind of like just getting them out of the way because i'm like eh, monster of the week i didn't really feel that they didn't really tie in a lot to moving the plot forward and i know sometimes they do and they do those really blatant parallels but i just didn't really like these first ones that i'm going to go through uh so number 10 is don't go in the woods from season 14 it was that weird bark um monster that it was like towards the tail end of the season and it's one of those things that really grates me is like when you're you're trying to get to the arc of the storyline and then you just toss in a monster of the week I do not like that um and it's kind of a forgettable episode and I just didn't acting wasn't that I have great. no idea which yeah. episode that so is see, that that means that means <laughs> it's, yeah so it's season 14 I can't remember but I know it's towards the tail end of the season it might have been like 16 17 or 18 um uh-huh the number nine is the memory remains. It's another monster of the week. It's from season twelve. It's the goat man one. Um, the only redeeming part of it was like Dean in a diner trying to hit on the waitress and like making a really stupid. It's not hot flirting. coffee. It's not hot coffee. Yeah, that's I the only the... reason I know what that episode is. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah. Going, oh, yeah. Please don't do hot coffee. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's, okay. Yeah. Again, no recollection of the of the plot line. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, no, I remember. And this one, I don't, it, it's kind of a shame because it's a Donna episode, but it was just really, um, oh, yeah. it was season 11. It was called Plush. It was the, the guy that dressed up as all the different costumes and was murdered by some parents who thought that he had, uh, like, yes. that was just, that was so weird on so many different levels and things just didn't make sense and um but donna's really great in it but it was just like one of those things where i just i just didn't i just didn't like it it just there were things about the the writing that i just yeah i was not a fan mm-hmm. um number seven is from season 13 and it's patience so this is the one where basically i wrote why i didn't like it they killed missouri mosley missouri mosley after bringing her back one time after 12 seasons so that's the episode that i thought you were originally talking about yeah that's the one i got confused about yeah yeah yeah. so that one i was just i was so i was so excited to see her and then you know they just they got rid of her after like not even 10 minutes into the into the episode and i was just like that's just that's just shitty like that's just a shitty thing to do um because again i think a lot of people she made such an impression just on that one episode and you kind of felt like she almost could have been like a surrogate mom, sort of the way that Bobby, you know, could have been that like touch point to kind of come back to again and again. And it was just like nothing. And the way they made it, I don't know, like when they had Jody there and like kind of putting the two moms together, I'm like, well, does that mean that, you know, the boys maybe did keep in touch with her here and there or like what's going on? It's like, but you know, that's, that's the stuff you want to see. 
Um, at the end of the day, the the found family, you know, is a big thing on this show. And to just gloss that over, and I I understand. I think the actress has always been, you know, pretty busy and and all that. So it's probably hard to have gotten her back anyway. But still, to bring her back just to do that to her, I I did not approve yeah. of. Then number six is from season fifteen. It was also on Carly's list. The rupture. Pretty much everything you echoed, just the fact Rowena dying in that episode. I really did enjoy learning to love her character. And it was a slow go for me too. But they, I think out of a lot of the female characters that they put on this show, I feel like they really gave Rowena a growth and an arc that they didn't give a lot of other female characters anybody um, else yeah and the fact that she was on for what 10 11 12 30 i mean she was on for five seasons so or maybe more mm-hmm. well, she's all started in 10 i'm doing a dean thing and counting on my fingers so really like about six seasons <laughs> um yeah but really was given time to bond with sam and again like i think it's a slow thing you don't see it all at once but then you kind of there's that respect and her relationship with Crowley, which was so very layered and complicated that I just, it was, it was, I did like the prophecy part that, that, that finally came, like that was how it had to happen again. Like I think the writing of that and the way it was done was really great. I just, I was really upset seeing her go. And I was surprised at how much it affected me when I first watched it. Um, I didn't expect to cry and I cried for her, you know, and that was like, yeah, whoa, like, you know, so you can tell that 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 character really made an impact. And Ruth Connell just like, I don't know where she was before this, but man, she's just such such a great actress and very understated a lot of the times. And I always I always giggle because like I remember Ted watching um, watching her and going like, man, that's such a fake accent. (laughs) Yeah. Myself like. Ted, <laughs> she's got please, it. Please. She actually comes from that place. Please, yes. So she might be exaggerating uh, it, but then when you hear her talk, and you're like, no, <laughs> no, really she's not. Good. That's just where whereabouts. Let me just find out whereabouts in um, yeah. Scotland Ruth Connell is from because her accent is um, honestly it's quite accurate. There's quite a lot of places in. In Scotland, that have Falkirk, mm-hmm. Lowlands, oh, North, kind of in between Edinburgh and Glasgow, kind of, kind of in the middle. Okay. But yeah, no, it's not. Nothing, nothing about it is fake. I've, I've spoken to, I know yeah. quite a few yeah. Scottish people, and it's some of them do have really heavy accents like that. It's just so just, funny. Yeah, I, I, I love her. She's just, and I, I love especially that she's just this teeny. Mm-hmm. tiny little waif of a woman and she's so fucking badass yeah she dominates I, uh, a lot of the yeah. scenes that she's in and it has nothing to do with her stature you know it's just all about how she how she projects and, and posture and all this great stuff yeah that's it and she's never she's never been like scared of the boys she'll go toe-to-toe with dean and like mm-hmm. with her. fucking great i was devastated that she died yeah devastated yeah uh, so um number five is the uh season finale of season 12 all along the watchtower um and again it's because they killed crowley 
um, who I know up at the up at that point, they basically kind mm-hmm. of neutered his character a lot and didn't know what to do with him. But it was just so it was just so sad that we have another instance of a of a really like powerful character um sacrificing themselves, you know, for the boys. And again, like I get that this is a thing that goes on, but it was just I was just sad to see him go. Um, and I think yeah. that was the episode where, you know, you lost, you know, supposedly you lost three characters anyway. Like Mary went to Apocalypse World, Cass died, and Crowley sacrificed himself. And, you know, the fact that two of them came back, but, you know, I'm like, but you couldn't bring back Crowley. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, I was waiting for that. Like, you know, I, I'm like, they, they're going to bring him back. And then they didn't after one season. I'm like, they're going to bring him back. And then they didn't. And I'm just like, well, I guess we're never seeing him again. So that was, to me, that was not the best way to go for a really, again, a great character that went through a lot over the the seasons that he was on the show. So yeah, did not approve. Number four, same one as Carly had picked from season 13, Beat the Devil. Again, I just wrote Sam dies in Apocalypse World and Dean just leaves him. You know, we don't have to discuss again. Same thing. I just didn't, did not like that. She's not realistic, guys, in Mm-mm. this TV show no. about monsters and demons and angels. She's not realistic, guys. She's not realistic. <laughs> uh, so then number three was the uh, penultimate episode in season 15, Inherit the Earth. Uh, I wrote so many things I didn't like about this episode. Uh, the way the writers faked out Dean and viewers with the call from Cass that turned out to be Lucifer. I think that's one of the things I hated the most about the entire episode. Uh, lazy writing of the whole what was going on with Jack and what the boys were plotting against God. I just felt it was a lot of telling and not showing towards the end. Like, you know, it's like you're just like, oh, that's mm-hmm. what was going on. There was no like I would have never assumed any of that unless I wouldn't have picked up on anything they were doing. Um And again, I get it. It's like the boys, you know, communicating on this level that nobody else knows. But I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was. There was, I agree. There was a a lot of telling. Mm -hmm. And you really could, you could have showed us a lot of it. You've got to admit that fight was good. No, the fight was good. I'm just, again, and when we get into, I think, other episodes about writers, this uh, pair of writers, I can't. I just don't like, and I know a lot of people don't like it's um, Buck Lemming, um, the, those, those two writers. And they just, uh, I, and the casting, like just, it was so upsetting to me, like um, that they did that fake out with him and you had to see Lucifer again. It was just, it was just, I just didn't like it. I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's from season 14, Lebanon, just because John returns. That John comes. John back. returns. Yeah, the character was... retcon was just mm, no. Yeah. Oh no. come on, we like Kale Sam though. We like. Oh, Kale we like Sam. Kale Sam, and I think I think it's a funny episode. Like at least like towards the beginning, I I really do like the um. I like looking at what Lebanon's like. You know, from the from the viewpoint of other people looking at Sam and Dean's character, and like you know the myths that they, the legend that they are to like even like to the kids and like mm-hmm. the what ifs and kind of like the way my mom and I will like look at our neighbors and go, I wonder what's going on in their house. She like, <laughs> like yeah. that stuff so that stuff, I mean, I get, and I did like, I just, there were so many things about the way John interacted. And again, you know, me, 
I'm all about why are you doing that to Dean again? Like, why are you making him suffer again? Why are you making him repeat these issues he has to do with his dad? Like, it just, it's, it's a constant pummeling, you know, of his, his self-worth, I feel like. And I just, I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. Even though I, I get it, you know, a lot of people really did enjoy it i just feel like maybe for a 300th episode they could have done something else you know but again like i don't i don't dislike jeffrey dean morgan i um i will say though just as a counterpoint because i it was it was in the running Mm -hmm. um i i also did not like lebanon we discussed earlier on you give me that pearl i'm I'm always for money Mm -hmm. i only got i only got to say goodbye again but it has one of the hands down funniest bloopers of the entire show yeah. i've watched every single gabriel from every season and it is hands down one of the funniest yeah like yeah. i f- it doesn't matter how many times i watch it i still fall about like oh, absolutely every time. if you yeah. if you haven't seen it people go look up mm-hmm. the bloopers for season 15 it's in that and it's fucking it's so funny yeah. And all the stuff that I know we talk about Mary's character, but I really have gotten, I've grown an appreciation for the actress, Sam Smith, really just from going to a lot of the cons and listening to her talk and just seeing how sweet of a person she is too. So it's like, you know, it's, it doesn't have really anything to do with the actors or anything. It's just the, it's just the way they, the writers, all the combinations with the characters, like sometimes the decisions and the choices, I'm just like, Eh, why why did you do that so yeah, yeah. but so that was my number two number so one. my <laughs> number one which actually is kind of a monster of the week episode but for so many reasons i can't stand this one um it's from season 15 it's drag me away from you it's the one with the the strega oh, which yeah so it's like again why do you why the hell do you have a monster of the week episode with four episodes left to wrap up a series yeah and yeah let's have sam and dean keep secrets from each other again <laughs> like right yeah. before the winchesters we need therapy yeah and i also you. didn't like again nothing to do with the actors the writing was just not that great the little sam and dean I just didn't feel like their interactions really rang very true to the way they'd shown them in the past. It was just, it's, yeah. I was really frustrated by that episode. I was just like, why are we doing this now? Like, why? Um, Same. I remember off. being like watching, because that was the point we were all watching weekly. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, what a waste of an episode. Like, that's far left. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being really, really mad about honestly a waste of an episode. Like if you wanted to, like you could have put that in, and you could have done that in place of bugs. You know, mm-hmm. you could have put that anywhere. <laughs> that was dreadful, <laughs> dreadful. Totally agree with you there. Yeah. Totally so agree. Yep. Yeah, that was that our Sanders. least favorites. So again, I think we had like two that kind of fell in line. Um, kind of, yeah, the rupture and beat the devil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is normally the part of any given podcast where we would go, Hey, our sponsor today is, but we ain't sponsored. So we just have some uh, causes, some charities that we'd like to um, bring to your attention, point you in the direction of if you feel 
able or willing to donate to them. We have three main sort of causes, inverted commas, that we're uh, uh, promoting feels like the wrong word, but like signposting, highlighting, mm. if you will. Mm. So the first one is um, to do with the conflict in Ukraine, the Russian invasion unlawfully of Ukraine. So we would just like to draw your attention to World Central Kitchen, which, as it sounds like, is, um, you know, helping to feed people that are affected by this conflict. Um, You know, although it's dropped out of the media quite a bit now, there's still a hell of a lot of people in the Ukraine that are trapped, that are cut off you know, that are struggling for food and water and basic supplies. So that's what that charity is there for. We have Kids Save, which, again, as the name suggests, is looking out for the children that are affected um, by this. I mean, conflict feels like the wrong word. It's, you know, it's un- an unlawful invasion. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids Save. And then we have, if you don't want to sort of, if you don't feel you can or want to commit to just one single charity, we also have a link to the global giving page for the Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund, which obviously is then split between various different places that it needs to go. It's sort of the global equivalent of a GoFundMe or a Just Giving page. So we have that. And then for those of you that are in the US and, oh, Lord, we know it's hard right now. We do. So we have the Mums um, Demand Action, Ending Gun Violence, um, the Sandy Hook Promise, advocate for gun regulation in your state, wherever you may be. We have the American Civil Liberties Union, which is, you know, basic human rights. Come on, people. Like, I, it, it doesn't feel like it should be this hard, but somebody needs to give your government a kick up the ass and be like, mm-hmm. hey, it's not this hard. You're making it harder than it is. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, vote.gov. You know, look up the voting regulations in your state, in your area, find out what you need to do, be informed, be prepared, because that is the best way to enact any kind of change. And that doesn't just go for the US, that goes for the UK, anywhere else. Educate yourself. Know what you need to do so nobody can catch you out. Last cause, definitely not least, LGBT, LGBTQ plus people, my folks, we are under attack. There's no easy way to say it. There's no nice way to say it. People want us dead, yo. It's really heavy in the US. It's coming in the UK, you know, and it's fucking hard. There's no one cause fits all for this. There's nothing particularly global and to be honest, I didn't really want to signpost to any, you know, causes that are fighting against this. I want to bring this down more to people. You know, we're not just, we're not a statistic. Everyone's a person. So the causes I want to signpost are Switchboard LGBT in the UK and the Trevor Project in the USA. And they are both um, services where you can reach out, you can be connected to people to talk to, you know, it's hard. We need to come together, guys. So if you need to talk to somebody, if you need help, if you are not safe where you are, these charities will help you. You know, reach out to them, even if it's just someone to talk to, even if it's just someone to go, this fucking sucks. If you need that help, reach out as well. For anyone outside of the US and the UK, I'd like to draw your attention to the Trevor Project. Again, they have resources for international LGBTQ+ people, youth. We know that as much as it's hard in our countries, it's a hell of a lot harder in some other countries and it's not easy to come out. It's not easy to be safe. So take a look at that link for some resources, some places to go for help, 
some ideas of how to keep yourself safe. So again, it's not a sponsor. We wish we had a nice fun sponsor to bring you, but we know that it's hard and we just want to point you in the direction of help for others if you can give it and help for yourself if you need it. So back to the podcast, I guess. Mm-hmm. So if we, we're going to go on to top episodes now and we do have a hat trick. <laughs> we do. It's usually the other way. It's usually my bottoms are Sandra's tops, but her bottom is my top today. My 10, 10th best episode of these seasons is Inherit the Earth. <gasps> I mean, it's right there. Oh I wow! I wish you could have seen my face when you said that. I was like, oh, I was like biting my hand not to make wow. a noise. I wish you could see my face. Please discuss so, all the things that you said: the fake out with Cass and the weird thing with Lucifer mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. I totally, totally agree. Mm-hmm. Telling, not showing. I totally agree. But it's my number ten because that's where it should have ended. Mm. They drive off into the sunset. They beat the biggest bad of all, mm-hmm. of all time, mm-hmm. and they kick his ass. And that fight scene is incredible. Yeah, I think, I think when they were filming that, they did Brave Alecki as well, which is quite <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, Um, Because I remember Dee being like, they're letting them walk around in costume, what the <laughs> fuck? They're pissing about. Um, but that fight scene and like the whole idea that no matter what Chuck does it you know it's not enough and they keep getting back keep up getting and they're up. laughing at him yeah he's getting more and more angry like a petulant child mm-hmm. and it's just great mm-hmm. but for me that that's where like it in my mind isn't it weird that season 15 had an odd number of episodes <laughs> that's where it ends yeah and they drive off into the sunset they've taken down the biggest battle of all and maybe they're going to keep hunting maybe they're going to retire you don't know all you see is them driving off in victory and they've got mm. that great montage of like everyone that we've lost and see the just- montage kind of like i felt like they could have done so much better with the montage i don't know what it is like i was just like you picked yeah, weird scenes <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i think you can put the whole the whole of like the last few episodes like the last two episodes you could just caption as you could have done better yeah and we know why yeah we know why obviously they were filming it in covid and i'm like Warner brothers is big company i feel like they could oh my gosh that montage they could have been working on that montage for a year and they could have done so much better that covid had nothing to do with that montage that was just that would they just they they give an intern that job (laughs) like make some shit yeah sit out make some shit no i just mean if warner bros would have kept bankrolling for a little bit longer and given the pandemic a little bit more time to you know get the vaccine rollout and everything else but they just held out a little bit longer mm-hmm. before going back to film those last it was just the last two wasn't it yeah yeah because mm-hmm. they filmed 19 and then everything everything stopped yeah so if they just <laughs> oh, 18 there we go god number if they just you know just a little bit longer instead of being like wow we can't afford to lose money we're a billion dollar company everybody go back everything about those two two last episodes would have been better yeah but as it is we got what we got Mm -hmm. and that montage 
not not even so much the montage they're driving off into the fucking sunset yeah, that's really all they could have that, if they had done that i think that would have been really good like they could have just done that they could have saved a montage for like that episode where they were like recapping you know like that special episode where they were like talking and stuff save it for something like yeah. that you know that's kind of like a montage is so very oh we've hit this episode oh we've hit this episode like that reminds me of like old time like 80s 90s shows where it's like we've hit this milestone let's let's show all of these you know clips from you know way back when and it's like you guys didn't really need to do that like you could have done I don't know, but mm. yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I, yeah. I get the, the bookmarking, you know, like here, here's where it stops. Like here's where it's open yeah. to interpretation. Um, so yeah. yeah. And there would have been infinitely it. less fix it fan fiction and infinitely more post canon, you know? Yeah. And they just left it there and just been like, and we killed God and everybody lived happily ever after. We could have all been having a nice time just sitting around writing about things. Yeah. In one universe, Dean is hooking up with a nice lady called Julie. I think they might be married now. I think they're married. <laughs> He's just been hit with a sex curse. Sorry. You should go check it out. You need to be like looking up Drasna on the archive of our own. But in one universe, Dean is over there. Mm-hmm. In another universe, He's down in Florida mm-hmm. with his soulmate, mm-hmm. his nickname Rookie, mm-hmm. eons ago. And they yep. did live in the bunker, but then they moved because they wanted a pool. <laughs> no. And it's just like, we could have had so many of these nice post canon fakes instead of a thousand one fix it just the elf fake. Saying, we just fucking left it there. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Moving on. Number nine. It's. Um, I've written down 12 for, but I'm pretty sure it's 15 for, actually. Why I've written down 12 for, I don't know. It's Atomic Monsters. Um, not because I could even tell you what the plot of the episode is. Just for that opening. Just for that opening, guys. It's just, and Jensen directed it. And as we know, he directs himself the best. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. the, the red light and the beard and the scarf and Sam with the eyes and Benny's there. And it's fucking badass. And it's just freaking cool and i'm just like jensen's never been a bad director he never has but when you mm-hmm. look back i think the first thing he directed was weekend of bobby's yep i think yeah i mean you know yeah so you look like way back when and like weekend of bobby's is really nice mm-hmm. but it's like it's just like a nice arc yeah yeah it's a top it's a topic monster number eight is 15 one back into the future um it, it, it's Jack as Balfour. I'm sorry. Is that why? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I fucking really love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember the 14, and I was like, no. I I love I love Jack. I love his actor whose name escapes me. Alex. Alex. Yeah. There we go. Uh-huh. There we go. I I knew if I kept talking, he'd come back. Yeah. But I, I love Jack. I love his innocence, his naivety. Uh, he's just, he reminds me very much of my own children mm-hmm. in that he knows nothing, but <laughs> he's going to give it a go anyway. Mm-hmm. Just, he's really, he's really sweet. And Alex makes me uncomfortable because I'm pretty sure he might be younger than me. And I'm like, ah, oh, I mean, like a fucking tree, my friend. Especially, have you all seen him now? Like, he's bleached his hair. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jack and Jack is Balfour. He, like, he was like, just this lovely Jack vessel. Stay 
saying everything I wanted it to say. And it was just really, really made me mm. laugh. And everyone, like Castiel being so horrified and Dean and Sam being like, what? Yeah, and he's what? almost like, I think he's he was like, he was he was throwing some hints that he kind of like thought Dean was pretty attractive. And stuff. <laughs> and stuff. And stuff like that. It's just really, really funny. And mm. I think because Alex didn't get as long on the show as everybody else, he didn't mm. really get to be any other Jack than Jack. Whereas everyone else, yeah. got, you know, there was like Casper and Saul and mm-hmm. Sam and Demon and stuff. So it's just like, oh my God, this is Alex's girl. Yay, it's Alex's girl. Yeah, so yeah. We're so happy for him. Yeah. Because you can see in the performance how much of a good time he had doing it mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. It super cute. I love it. So Jack as well forgot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Number seven. Uh, it's 14-7 Unhuman Nature. So... Okay. I'll go with the episode first, but there's a secondary reason. So this is the episode where they're like, oh shit, Jack's dying. And Dean takes him out and he teaches him teaches him how to drive baby and they go and they have fun. And it's just, you, you get a glimpse of Dean as a parent. Mm-hmm. And it's been seen throughout the show. But like when we come back, sounds like an adult, like Dean's already parented him. Mm-hmm. But Jack is still his baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he has like a he, like a like a grown up body, but like mentally he's still like a child. Right. And it's just it's so good to see Dean care for somebody mm. and love somebody yeah. and you know, look after him. And it's nice. And also because it's it's on a par with Lebanon for bloopers. It's fucking hilarious. I'm not sure it's from that episode, but it might be from the episode after. But not a lot that ties into this episode. Okay. It's when Rowena's doing her little, um, she's checking them over and she's like, Walt was dying. Walt oh. was dying. And Dean's like, oh, I should, I should never have taken him out. It was too risky. And Jared just goes fucking off and everyone is dying. And it's so, so funny. And Ruth is in the middle trying really hard to be Rowena. <laughs> and they're like, Ruth is going to stab you. So fucking funny. Genuinely, Aww. one of the one of the best bloopers, hands down. Gotcha. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Actually, a lot, a lot of the bloopers, a lot of the bloopers in season fifteen are really good. And I think that that was maybe the actors really trying to, because they were sad it was coming to an end, and they were like, mm-hmm. "We're going to be even more outrageous. It's going to be fucking hilarious." <laughs> so, yes to Dean. Yes to Dean being a parent and being fabulous, and you know, feeling mm-hmm. like he's forgives Jack mm-hmm. you know yeah it's not Jack's fault he was born and that really feels like a shift in their relationship right but mainly because of the bloopers <laughs> <laughs> number six it's uh 14 three the scar not for the plot just for that scene with the beard that's all it is just for that oh. one scene of okay. being, being like the, some grief beard and he's like I can't sleep everywhere and he's like just a beard and I'm like Vin! I love it I really makes me laugh I go back and watch that all the time I really really like that again not so much a lot of my talks are because of just scenes gotcha. not so much because I think we can we can all agree that the writing had gone significantly downhill <laughs> by the time we were getting to the end mm-hmm. the last few seasons so there's not so many like oh this plot line was amazing mm-hmm. you know like the whole yellow eyes plot line in the first, like even the Meg plot line in the first few seasons, fucking mm-hmm. bomb. Yeah, 
we'll shake it at the end. So it's Marcy. Gotcha. But yeah, it's the scar just for that bit, just for the just for the grief bit. It just makes me laugh. It just makes me laugh. Number five, it is thirteen twenty-three. The finale of thirteen. Let the good times roll. It's the scene with Dean in the wings. It's you know, okay. He, he, he mm-hmm. used to let Michael possess him, and like you know, Cass had the like Misha had that really cool scene like when he first came with his wing mm-hmm. shadow wing, mm-hmm. and Dean has a similar scene, and I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, damn, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just, it's just, and I just, I it was good, it was good, I it was good, <laughs> good like, good end of an arc, and mm-hmm. you know, him finally saying yes mm-hmm. after all this time. Yeah, and it was, it was it was good. It was good. I was I was here for it. I was here for it. But mostly, mostly for the wings. Just for the wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number four. It's thirteen eight. The scorpion and the frog. Um, I liked that just, one too. Just, that was a good one. Yeah. Just but why? <laughs> it's just just for the mission. Okay. I actually really like the girl Rob, mm-hmm. whose name real name escapes me, but I really liked her because she was so like. She was, if you weren't like an emo kid in the early 2000s, you maybe won't resonate with it, but she was really like that. She was like, mm. you know, like just so an eye rolling teenage. I, I really liked it. I was it Crash? Her. Was that her name? Was that her no, big it was name? Grab. It okay. Was grab. It was okay. Smash, Smash the Demon. Smash. Okay. She was okay. Grab. Okay. Smash and Grab. Yeah. But like, it's it's for the scene where Dean has to put his hand in the thing, and Jensen yeah. overacts the absolute living fuck out of it, and it's and so it's funny. awesome. And yeah, it's like the scream when it clamps down, and then it's just like <laughs> tiny needle. Fucking great! I love it. I love it. I love it. Everything about that. And at the end, and they let her go, and they lose the, the spell that they wanted, but it's like they free her, and it it feels like it's coming back true to them saving people and i also like the villain i felt like they got rid of him too quickly he was a pretty good i liked i thought he was like he was crowley worthy you know what i mean like he had that little bit of a i don't know it was kind of i i liked i liked him i'm like of course they're gonna kill him off yeah that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. you know ask ask a silly question ask a silly question yeah (laughs) so number three it's 11 times for it's baby Mm. it's an icon it's got its own wikipedia page mm-hmm. it's iconic so what are reasons about this how did they fit sam in the back seat with that woman <laughs> we know they didn't we know they sent darren off set because he was being a fuck but how did they fit sam in that back seat with that girl where uh-huh. was he was she sat on him <laughs> what were they doing well we know what they were doing but what were they doing at that specific moment where was sam i want a diagram of photographic evidence how the fuck they thought they could fit Sam and that girl in that back seat without seeing a single bit of Sam. A kneecap. I, you could. You got to see like the kneecaps would have been yeah. like right up there. <laughs> don't disagree that both of them could sit in the back seat yeah. for fun times. It didn't happen with Dean and Anna. Mm-hmm. But it was that, it's that they wanted you to suspend your disbelief for long enough that you could hide Sam in that back seat. Did he roll into the fucking butt well? Where was mm-hmm. he? Yeah. I have questions. So yeah. that. And then, of course, the iconic night move scene. Love it. 
Mm-hmm. Periodically send that to my husband because it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Whenever I play the original song, I always have to substitute my brother's 67 Chevy. <laughs> Love it. And then from the Night Moves theme, still, but not the Sam and Dean, the, not the Dean singing, Sam and Sam and Dean singing. The fact that the, the driving montage, it's just Jared and Jensen fucking around. You know it is. Mm-hmm. You know that's not acting. They're just fucking around. And it's loads of fun. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that is the scene where Jensen like reverse 180. Yeah, he, he does that in the yeah, that's that's yeah. a classic. Yeah. Is that, is that the one where he's like I can't remember what the monster was, but he wanted to call it a were pyre. Yeah. A ghoul pyre. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And she's in the seat next cooler. to him. Like she's just gotten yeah. she's just gotten cured and he's like, you know, getting them out of the situation after they've just killed yeah. the other dude. And he does, yeah, that's just amazing. I love that. I think my husband and I have watched that and he, he does not watch commentary, but I'm like, we've got to watch the commentary together on this one. And that's just a, it's mm. just a great, it's just a great seed. All of it's great. Yeah. It is. It is to my understanding that Jensen learned how to do that with the car in a lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't any kind of in-depth training. I mean, mm-hmm. I know by the time we've got to like that stage, him and the car were one. Mm-hmm. They had truly bonded. He knew mm-hmm. how to drive that car in a way that nobody else did. Yeah. But yeah. still, as an impressive driving move to learn mm-hmm. in a lunch hour, yeah. effectively. So lots and lots of reasons why, but it is one of my favorite episodes. I do really like it. So coming in at number two, we've got, we're staying with season 11. The season 11 did quite well. It's 11.14, The Vessel. Plot line was a okay. bit shaky. But Dean in a sailor's outfit, too. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I yes. 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 All of that. Like genuinely not even so much for the plot line. It was it was a bit shaky. Like a lot of those. We have to find this relic of God. A lot of those episodes are kind of shaky. Mm-hmm. But they dressed him up like a sailor. <laughs> I'm really fucking here for it. So th- there's no again, it seems it's it's that one. So um before we go on to number one, honorable mentions. Last holiday. Didn't quite make the cut, but it mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. I did really enjoy it. I have a lot of feelings about that episode. Mm-hmm. Particularly the scene where the boys come in and she's decorated mm-hmm. and Dean's like, yeah. sounds confused. Like, oh, Dean remembers holidays. Yeah. yeah. But like, they put Jared in a headband for his birthday. <laughs> it was cute. I like that one. It was cute. Last holiday. Um, the hero's journey is another honorable mm-hmm. mention. Okay. I didn't put seasons for these, so I'm sorry. But um, that Bad was Luck season Winchester. 15, yeah, because that was the one with yeah. Garth, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the Bad Luck Winchester's theme, Black Coast Intolerant, he chips tooth, the car yeah. breaks. Yeah, it's funny. It's just by the time we got to that point in the show, there were still very little things that were funny, but mm-hmm. that one was like, yeah, all right, so that one. Uh, another honorable mention for me this is kind of cruel but it's game night which is the it's the finale of 13 or 14 i can't remember and mary's dead i don't care <laughs> i was really fucking happy i was like oh holy shit yes and then i was like maybe they're gonna bring her back though because kathy has been vaporized and he got brought back but no mm. no she just stayed dead and i was I, yeah it's me i feel bad Sam Smith is amazing. <laughs> fuck Mary Winchester. All the way. Fuck her. 
second to last honorable mention is Form and Void, which is um I think it's episode two of season eleven. Um it's just after um Amara comes mm-hmm. and they've rescued the baby from the hospital and Sam's infected and he stays there. Mm-hmm. Um and it, again, it's just just for the one scene where he burns the infection away with fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh that hits a lot of really specific bullet points there. Yeah. All right. All right. That one. Yeah, that'll do. Oh, and my last goodness. honorable mention is just my imagination. It's oh yeah. It's great. I love Sully. And it holds one of my favorite scenes with the mom. And she doesn't know she's got the glitter blood. Or she's like, <laughs> she doesn't know. And she's smearing it all over her face. Half and Dean and Sully are like, oh my God. <laughs> it's really, I really loved it. I love, I love the flashback with mm-hmm. um, Colin Ford. And I liked, liked the idea that even though it was a massive retcon, mm-hmm. I liked the idea that Sam had as somebody when yeah. he was little, when, you know, when, when John would abandon him and force Dean to leave him as well, mm-hmm. there was there was somebody there yeah. for Sam, and I I liked that. I did. So that's my honorable mentions and my top number one Yay. for season eleven to fifteen. And this holds the joint title for one of the best Sam scenes in the entire show because you know it's going to be for a Sam scene. Mm-hmm. It's twelve one. Keep calm and carry on. You're an accent in a pantsuit. <laughs> what more can I fucking say? I just, it's tied between this and season six, The Third Man. It's just, it's so great. And he's wow. so sassy. Okay. And so I don't give a fuck. And he's like, I've been tortured by the devil himself. Fucking, <laughs> it's great. It's great. And I like, I felt kind of weird about putting it in my number one because I was like, I hate all the British men of West. So I like, <laughs> like, this doesn't count. This is before that happened. She's working rogue at this point. And she's, she's so, so right in like Ponzi upper class British women. It's so right. Like, they got it 100% right. And I hate that they got it right because now we're a villain again. But just the, the torturing and like, there's feet in that episode, and like I don't have a thing for feet. I find feet really weird, but because the Winchesters are so heavily clothed all the time, any skin <laughs> <see> feet becomes <laughs> like a little bit erotic because you're like, jeans, fuck skin. So like he's barefoot in that episode, and you're like, oh shit, he's like casual skin. You know, like we're we're so badly abused that we consider a single shirt to be naked. We're like, oh my god, single layer Winchester. <laughs> so. Actual skin is to be treasured. Oh and it's man! Just, it is just it is just for that one scene, the accent and a pantsuit scene. Oh goodness! I love it. That's so awesome. that is that is mine. And let's see now. My top Sandra's bottom was my top. Are any of my bottoms going to be Sandra's top? We see. Um, I guess I'll. I'm going to go into my honorable mentions first because I found it quite interesting that a lot of your favorites really focused on scenes. And I was kind of like, well, do I put this in because of that? Or do I just make a mention of the scene or the level of hotness that, um, you know, that I found in this? And I have to say, I think D and I are rubbing off on you, Carly, because there were a lot of mentions of D in your, in your, in, right. in your top 10. Disclaimer, 
disclaimer, people, we will discuss this in another episode. I have just finished a Sam Dean Reader fanfic that I have been working on for, no joke, four months. Mm-hmm. I started that motherfucker in May and I just posted it like a couple of days ago. Like Friday night, Saturday morning, early mm-hmm. hours. So first of all, go read it. It's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I put my soul into that yes. motherfucker. Yes. But also, he's in there, right? <laughs> I He's still in there. So I finished that when I was writing this list <laughs> and I was still like, he's still in there. So I think maybe that's, maybe that's fine. <laughs> That 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 had a little bit of a yeah, a little bit of an effect. He's competing for space, and frankly, there isn't enough space in there for two of them, and Sam's bigger, so (laughs) he's gonna fuck off sooner or later. But for now, for now, he's in there. Um, I'll write a few more Sam things and and vote him out until the next time he comes back and he's like, "Hi, I would like to get on my knees," and I'm like, "Yeah, all right, fair enough." For now, yeah, you you you're having an effect. You guys bullied me into writing Dean, but and now I'm like, oh, Dean is a sailor though. So I'm never getting suggested anything being up to a sale. Oh man. So um yeah, so honorable mentions. I did have to like say just my imagination too, because I, I really I wrestled with a lot of the final 10 and just my imagination was kind of like kept trying to get in there. But that that was a that was a great episode. But um so oh brother, where art thou? Just because of the kiss between Amari and Dean. Um it was just really great because mm-hmm. we, we don't get to see enough of that. Um yeah. Safe House, the episode where Bobby and Rufus, the flashback, I really, I just love it when Bobby comes back and I liked seeing him with Rufus. Um, that was a really great, great episode. Don't You Forget About Me, the one where Sam and Dean are at the dinner table with Jody, Claire, and Alex, and they're talking yeah. about safe sex. <laughs> just really funny. Yep. Um, and Dean's like, what now? <laughs> I, lo- I love that because Jody's just like, well. We're fucking doing it now, and Sam and Dean are like, "I'm sorry, what? We learned about sex by ourselves. What do you mean, normal family sit down and talk about it at the yeah. dinner table? We're eating chicken. No, yeah. and then they're both just like, and we're gonna leave.' And she's like, "No, the fuck, you're not sit down. Love it. Yep, perfect. Uh, yep. Beyond the mat, just because there's a wrestling Dean scene when he's in the. I just, I just love that. I, I think Jensen's just so great with the physical comedy. And when he gets to sh- mm-hmm. when he gets to do that, I really like it. Uh, the one you've been waiting for, where Dean kills Hitler, just because he's like, I killed Hitler. Love that. Um, oh, do you know what? That nearly made it onto my bottoms list because I was like, they milked that for so long, it wasn't even that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But still, but still, uh, Rock never dies just because you see Rock Star Sam and Dean when the leather was, jackets and stuff. That was on my list at the top as well. Yeah. Um, advanced thanatology. Uh, I like it because we get to see Death's library and Dean gets to yeah. see all of the ways that he, you know, he might have died, like all the possibilities. I just like that aspect of the kind of world building part. Um, I have mm-hmm. unhuman nature again for Jack and Dean bonding. Uh, gods and monsters, Michael Dean in a freaking tux. That was just the best. Oh, uh, oh yeah. And atomic monsters again for the fight scene in the beginning, uh, bunker hallway. Uh, I just yeah. that was like those. Those are my honorable mentions, and I'm gonna try to try to s- just get through mine. Uh, not, but it's probably not gonna take. It's gonna take longer than I thought. <laughs> so, for number ten, um, it's season fifteen. It's despair, uh, and again, I kind of wrestled with this one because this could easily like flip flop between one of my least favorites and one of my most favorites. But the overall 
the sacrifice and confession of Cass is uh, for me still one of the like just the most powerful things I think I've seen on this show. Um, and Misha just did such a phenomenal job with that. And I just that was we've talked about it. And I think we talked about it on an episode that's going to probably come out uh, a little bit after or maybe alongside this one. So where we talk about Cass and in detail, but, you know, explored that a little bit more. So that was my number 10. Uh, number nine was from season 13 various and sundry villains this is the one where dean's under the love spell and sam and rowena have that bonding over lucifer in the car uh like their Mm -hmm. shared trauma and i think this is kind of maybe the turning point for me where i really just started to love rowena as a character um again there's so many layers to her and but just overall even the beginning is just so fun with dean you know just being all about like being being in love and like you know fighting Sam and there's there's so many like fun little things about that but uh Sam and Rowena in particular in that that car that scene is really just great writing great acting and again it it builds character um character growth which i really liked yeah. uh number 8 is from season 12 and it's who we are it's I think the second to last episode, um, well, first of all, Dean gets to use the grenade launcher finally. Like that's first of all, like one of the reasons why that was on my list as well. Yeah. But it's also towards the end where Dean goes into Mary's head to break her out of the men of letters programming and Dean's speech and confrontation in the dream towards Mary about like, you know, how he hates her, but he loves her. And I still think it's mm-hmm. another thing of character insight. And again, like Jensen, he just, he just knocks that out of the park. Like, it's just like, he just makes you feel all of these things, this little boy inside of him still trying to, again, like, I know it's like, come on, you're a grown adult, but again, it gets back to all the trauma of a child and how it still resonates and comes out and affects a lot mm-hmm. of things, unless you can move past it um so yeah there's there's a lot in that episode that's really great but those that one particular speech if you haven't seen it again recently i highly suggest just youtubing it who we are dean's speech it's just it's just great um number seven is from season 13 it's tombstone it's where Cass comes back and dean's like it's cowboy time and he's just like a pig and shit, just like he's just loving it. He's just like eating up like the cowboy hat and all that. I, again, it's not that great of an episode, but I just love that. That good bloopers, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good bloopers. Yeah. Good bloopers of Alex going. It's not getting any better. He's just being like, it never gets it's any never better. better. Yeah, I swear to God, I recognize these episodes more. And the bloopers. Like, oh yeah, there was the yeah. Episode. yeah 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 yeah. i do yeah dean and the girl. oh do you know what i read it i read a fic around that episode the other day it was a it was a wincest fic but it was it was a lot of fun oh really it i see, i'd a- be surprised somebody would do wincest out of that because i would immediately just desiel all over the place but yes if you find let me know oh, what that no, one was. was um yeah no it was it was it was established wincest and the, the sort okay. of the theory the theory wasn't they're trying like castles of no so okay. there's Cass and Jack and they've gone like the Winchesters have gone to sleep and they've gone into to sleep in separate beds and everything and okay. Sam's being all like huffy and potty and turny and stuff and Dean's like mm, well I'm jerking off 
and then like they, they end up fucking and there's a cowboy hat involved and everything it's great and they're like it's very conscious of the sound because they like obviously sam uh, cat and jack aren't sleeping so they're very very conscious of the sound okay. and then afterwards it cuts to um jack and cat and jack's like a lot of shuffling around going on are they okay and me cat is like it's fine it's fine they are very fitful sleepers and he's like maybe we should check on them and cat is like see your ass right now no no <laughs> Thick, but also very funny banter. I will gotcha. find it for you, Sandra. Okay. And we will put it in the description as well in case anybody else wants to have a look. Okay. Sounds good. Um, number six, season 14. This kind of negates all of my monster of the week hemming and hawing because this is a monster of the week, but I think it's one of the best monster of the weeks ever. It's mint condition. So it's the Hatchet Man sort of Halloween episode. Um, and again, it's just because Dean is kind of having the time of his life, like getting to be like the fact that Hatchet Man, this, you know, this uh, movie like series that he just watched incessantly and loves. And then he gets to like, you know, track him down and hunt him. And it's just, it's just great. It's just a fun episode. And it's also like the dolphins, you look at a dolphin's belly or like when he talks about Sam having just shaved or whatever in the beginning. And, uh, (laughs) it's just, it's just a fun episode and again like i'm not big on monster of the weeks but this is this is a great one I, I love this one and i don't think they do enough halloween episodes just by the fact that it's you know it started as a horror show basically but i think they i think they did a nice job of like okay here's here's a here's a really good halloween episode that you can watch and enjoy kind of thing so that's yeah. my number six here's one of the ones that carly did not like um for probably all of the reasons you didn't like it, I I loved it. Uh, number five, it's from season thirteen. It's Scooby Natural. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake! Yes. So, Are you kidding me? Again, for me, I'm all about the nostalgia of that. I grew up watching Scooby Doo, so I I literally when they showed the house, I was like, oh my god! I'm like, they're doing an exact recreation of an episode. Like, I went back. This was like a whole thing one day with Ted. I'm like, we are going to watch the Scooby-Doo episode that this is based off of before we watch Scooby Natural. And he's like, okay. So I found the episode. Um, It was just, we watched that. Then we watched the the Scooby Natural episode. We watched the making of. It was just a whole thing. I love when Dean goes, look how big my mouth is. I do like that one. There's so many many great things. You could tell like, they were his heroes growing up. And I think he really did take a lot of like that, even though like he's got this weird anti thing against Fred, but I'm kind of like, dude, are there more things going on there that you just don't want to talk about? And then I also do think he's a little too stalkery towards Daphne. That's a little icky, but there's like, he's like Fred and his ascot, but then he wears the ascot. I'm like, dude, you need to really look at yourself. It's a whole <laughs> fucking mess. A whole ass mess. Right, we are now three for three, people. Mystery spot. Well, that's Scooby Natural's not number one, so it's not number one, though. So, yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're now three for three of me going, This was the worst episode. (laughs) You've been like, No, it was the best, fam. It was the best. Can I just interject it just for the briefest of time? Because I just went to send you that link on Twitter. Lee Payson got married, and that's so fucking cute. Wait a minute, say that again. Lee Pace, 
he's an actor. He played uh, Thranduil in the Hobbit movies. He's been oh. in other things as well. Okay. He's one of the only humans I know that is taller than Jared. He is 6'5". Okay. He's an incredibly tall human being. And he has married his partner. And it's cute. Aww. That's Very all. Nice. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> I want to go find, like, I need to go find a picture of his partner. Oh, his partner's cute as well. They're cute people. Aww. They're cute people. Very he nice. was accidentally outed by Ian McKellen, which is something I'm sure. Oh, Ian okay. Okay. I get because Ian's been openly gay in Hollywood for a long time, mm-hmm. a long time, and he accidentally outed Lee, and he was like, "Ooh, ooh fuck, sorry." <laughs> so yeah, that was all. Carry on. I was just it was on Twitter and it was trending, and I was like, "Oh, you're married. That's so fucking Aww. cute." Very Carry nice. On. Very nice. Um, number four. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Three for three. Three for three. Okay. Yeah, but you're you're probably gonna get upset with me again because there's something else coming up. But right now, so um, number four from season fifteen is last holiday. Uh, Again, it's just because happy holidays, Dean. Just get all up in there and enjoy. Even though I know you're like Dean holidays, Sam didn't. But again, like you know, I've got the. I, I lean Dean, so I'm just like I, I love them. I love this like clapping. I love this clapping. Like when he saw the tree and the cookies and everything, I was like, "Oh, I, he's so he's I, so genuinely one of my, happy." Genuinely, one of my favorite scenes in that is where they put Sam in the head in the for his birthday. <laughs> he's really fucking uncomfortable, and he's just like, "No idea what to do with this." And Dean's like, "I want this." Yeah, she's like, this for my you think you've earned that?" And he's like, "But fucking no!" And she's like. Uh, there's a whole ashtray over that just for you, just for you, baby, just for you. Yeah, you. That episode's great. That was yeah. not a wasted episode like that. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I I understand that you know some people might think that, but I I felt like it was something that they were both due and earned, you know, from all of that. So that to me, it made sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's number four. Here's number three, season 12, regarding Dean. So again, um, Carly did not like this one. Dean loses his memory. Uh, again, it's it's cute and heartbreaking all at the same time. I just recently watched this in our rewatch with my husband. It, I think it was like a couple nights ago. And I was like, that's like, you like this episode? <laughs> I'm sitting here going, you like this episode? I'm the same. Hi, he's like, we're pals. Yeah, so it's just it's I okay. I also should say probably like one of the reasons why it's just all of the the his interaction with Rowena. Um, Rowena kind of like you know bears her soul about some stuff, knowing that he's probably not going to remember. And just the way she, the way she like when she first sees Dean, she's like, "Do we have to fix it?" <laughs> because he's just so like cute and sweet to her, and like, well, "Look at your hair; it's so bouncy." <laughs> she's like. Do we have to fix them? Um, and then I'm sorry. He rides yes. a mechanical bull at the end of that episode. Carly, yeah, right. and it's a yeah. montage. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> it's right. one of the all best right. things I've ever <laughs> seen. All just right. because it's he's enjoying himself, and then he's just he's just so hot in it. It's just I can't help it. So again, yeah, yeah no. that's, that's that's me. I'll- I'll let you have that for how many of mine were like, and he was really hot in this scene. <laughs> yeah. All right. Rise the ball. Uh, I think that's it. I, th- I think we might be safe for the, for the last two. So number two is from season 14. It's nihilism where Michael has Dean locked away at Rocky's bar. Um, 
So for that, it's kind of like re like that Groundhog Day where he's just reliving yeah. this over and over again. Um, I think Michael again, Dean. Go ahead. Brilliant bloopers from that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need new underwear. <laughs> I but, swear to God, I know these episodes are not bloopers <laughs> from the fucking episode. Uh, but I think. Oh, yeah. I think he did a really great job with the Michael Dean character, which I think kind of gets, I don't know, for me, it gets overshadowed a little bit, even though I i, I, I liked those interactions because I just all about was all about the bar. And I'm sorry, there's like one scene where he hops over the bar and it's a split second, but you could tell it's him and not his stunt double. And I'm like, my God. <laughs> that is I, the- I would not have thought they would have got in a, a Jensen double for that because Jensen can easily jump over a bar like yeah that. but i mean just seeing him do it and him. knowing it was him i was like oh my i'm like i'm gonna re- rewind that a couple times but it's just there's and then seeing pamela come back i i really liked yeah. her um plus the twist with death visiting dean at the end and then showing him his death book and like look this is the only way it's ending this is the only way it's ending where things turn out the right way this is the one way um yeah it's just a really great episode all around there's so many parts of it it moves really quick there's a lot of, you know, plot stuff, but it's a really good episode. I just, I just, I could watch that one probably on a loop. Uh, I think I've done that before when I've been writing just to kind of like get some inspiration, even if it's just on the background and mute. I'm just like, there he goes over the bar again. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes again. Look at that. Ass. Yeah. No, I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, number one. Uh, no surprise really season 11 it's baby just because it's the baby episode there's so many great things that we've already talked about but um I really do have like a special place in my heart for that episode it's just it's really perfect I just think it's a really perfect episode like almost like a time capsule episode of the boys and the car and a and a hunt and you get to see them together and there's just so many great things in that episode and I love the direction I love the writing Robbie mm-hmm. Thompson wrote that he's again he's one of my favorite writers on this show I just think he gets the love of these characters that um a lot of the fans do without kind of belittling or just giving us what we want just for the sake of giving us what we want kind of thing um yeah so I just yeah, I think that that's a perfect episode. And the fact that it came so late in the series, you know, like it was season 11. So again, it's it's not like something like right out of like the first few seasons and that they still were able to deliver just a great episode like that, I think speaks a lot to the possibility of Supernatural, right? Like when they get it, they get it so right. And I think yeah. that was an episode that really, and the bloopers too, right? Like knowing that, Jensen was in short shorts, but like not seeing it until like the bloopers, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, and that's like a line you could miss, right? Like, so you're like, you know, and you don't see it, but they actually, he was actually doing it. And so it's those kinds of things that I think are, are great and fun, but yeah. So that's it. Uh, I think we've got a lot to leave, you know, our listeners with in terms of ideas as to, you know, what they agree with, what they don't agree with. Um, Yeah. What they, you know, what they could ponder if they had to do a bottom and top of season 11 to 15, would it line up with me? Would it line up with Carly? Um, how, how awful would I piss people off as much as I piss 
me <laughs> off with my choices. Um, you don't, you don't piss me off with your choices. I'm just like fucking really. Like I'm, I'm blown away. Three for three, freaking mystery spot, fan fiction, and Scooby Natural. Yeah, yeah. Ostensibly three of the dumbest episodes <laughs> in the show, and she's like, they're the best. They're just the best. I mean, all right, mystery spot served a purpose, and it was. It was good up mm-hmm. until the last bit of it. Mm-hmm. It was just the last bit. And I was like, sad Jared, sad Carly. But <laughs> fan fiction. Do you know what? Do you know what? I was listening to Spotify the other day and I finished whatever album I was listening to. And usually I turn off, you know, that like, like random play recommended bit. It mm-hmm. does afterwards. Mm-hmm. If you finish an album or a playlist. But I was on my I was on my phone, I was traveling, so I hadn't I hadn't turned it off. And I've Song came on from um, the Hobbit. It's uh, Blood and Knives by the the actors of the Hobbit, and I was like, oh, I like this song. And then Deadass after that came a fucking song from Fan Fiction, and I was like, oh fuck no, no 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 no, like dived into my bag to grab my phone. I'm like, fuck no 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 no. Oh <laughs> goodness. Oh god. So that <sighs> is that is the third in the trilogy of um tops and bottoms separated neatly into five season sections and maybe maybe we'll do a george lucas and do a fourth edition and we'll do a, an all-stars the best of the best where we have to pick the tops of our tops and the bottoms of our bottoms but yeah. uh, let us know reach out to us on twitter reach out to us by email sandra will be linked in just a moment let us know do you agree with us you disagree with us? Is she wrong? Am I wrong? Is Scooby Natural the greatest piece of television that's ever been written? It's not, but maybe you think it is. You know, and you you can you can be wrong. I won't <laughs> I won't tell you off for being wrong. Plenty of people are wrong. It's fine. So get in touch. Let us know where can they find us, Sandra? Well, this is your bit. Yeah. So they can email us at idlingintheimpala at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are idling in the letter D Impala. And then if you want to reach out to me on AO3, I am Drasna, that's D-R-A-S-N-A. On Twitter, I am S. Kyle Writes, that's S-K-Y-L-E-W-R-I-T-E-S. And then you can also read some of my original fiction on my website at sandrakyle.com. And if you want to reach out to me personally, you can find me on AO3 under the username Ali Kama, however you think that's spelled, I guarantee it's not. It's K-A-R-L-E and then Kama as you spell it normally. As I said, I have just posted it's it's utterly irrelevant now because there will be episodes that go out before this one does. <laughs> but at the time of recording, there has just been a new work posted on my own so you can go check it out. Yes. Um yes, and Twitter ex- exactly the same uh username, same profile picture in both places as well, in case you think, hey, I wonder if there are two people with a weird spell name same profile picture it's probably me we will put a link to that um wincest fix into cowboy motel if you are interested and don't forget to check the description for links to the causes we are supporting highlighting and championing but yeah get in touch let us know your top your bottom your favorite episode your least favorite episode all those good things thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time bye-bye Bye.